0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. ChooseWood.com. It's Tuesday, November 28th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. When high school freshman Dewan Strickland saw the movie Black Panther, he realized there was a lack of positive black representation
1: in TV, movies, and books. I decided to go and you know take matters in my own hands and create my very own comic book series that star male and female black protagonists. Coming up, Strickland speaks with St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg
0: about his two published comic books and his work to eliminate school lunch debt. The St. Charles County Council has failed to pass an anti-immigration resolution. St. Louis Public Radio's Lucretia Wembley reports.
1: The St. Charles County Council chambers were packed and opponents cheered after the failure of Resolution 2308. It was a non-binding statement that stood against certain immigrants coming to the St. Louis region from Chicago under President Biden's humanitarian parole campaign. Gabby Eisner, with the St. Louis Interfaith Committee on Latin America, says the resolution was meant to stir up racism. How many people were mobilized in such a short time after the resolution was tabled is a show of how much power we've built and um, a show that the community wants immigrants in our community. The resolution failed to pass in a 3-3 to vote last night. Board member Matt Swanson was absent. He co-sponsored the resolution. I'm Lucretia Wembley, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: A National Rural Education Association report shows Missouri's rural schoolteacher salaries are the second lowest in the country. Report author Jerry Johnson is a professor of rural education at East Carolina University. That lower rate of pay would suggest that it's going to be more difficult to recruit high-quality teachers. It's going to be more difficult to retain them, so you're going to have a lot of turnovers. Johnson says that turnover rate is disruptive and can negatively affect students in rural districts. The report also highlights Missouri's relatively high reliance on local property taxes to fund education. Most other states contribute more state money to schools. The number of abortions in the U.S. increased in the year following the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, fueled in part by more procedures in Illinois. That rise came as Missouri and other states essentially banned abortions. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Phantom reports on the data compiled by the Society of Family Planning. That's a group supporting abortion rights. The nonprofit's report compared the average monthly number of abortions in each state before the Supreme Court decision with those in months after. Illinois and other states surrounded by those with abortion bans saw the largest increases. The monthly number of abortions in the state in June 2023 was 45 percent higher than in April 2022. Ashma Upadhyay is a professor at the University of California, San Francisco who helped compile the data.
1: Sustained increases, uh, and I think they're a result of the policy changes at the state level in Illinois and other a protected access states.
0: Florida and North Carolina also saw large increases in the number of monthly abortions. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. The filing period for next year's Illinois elections is underway. Former Republican gubernatorial nominee Darren Bailey is among the candidates who submitted paperwork on the first day of the filing window, which was yesterday. He's challenging GOP Congressman Mike Bost, who Bailey says is not a good fit for the 12th district. When you consider the representation and the conservative values of the 12th Congressional District, uh, he's uh, the district is too conservative uh, for the congressman. Bost's district includes more than 30 counties, and he cites his eight years of experience in Washington. I'm a chairman of a uh, of, of the VA committee in Congress, a full committee chairman, not a subcommittee. It's vitally important. It's an advantage for your district. The Illinois primaries are March 19th. The music and artistic director for the Belleville Philharmonic Society has died. The Belleville News Democrat reports Robert Hart Baker died Saturday morning. He had taken a leave of absence this fall because of kidney problems. Baker led the Metro East Orchestra and Choir since 2016. Before that, he conducted the St. Louis Philharmonic Orchestra for more than 30 years. Baker was 69. A $250,000 grant from a national justice reform organization will allow a local startup to quickly expand the number of people it serves. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more on the funding for Unlocked Labs. Unlocked Labs teaches people who are in prison to write computer code. It then hires them to help the company build its tool, which tracks education programs for incarcerated individuals. Jessica Hicklin is Unlocked Labs' chief technology officer. She also served 26 years in prison for a murder she committed when she was 16. Hicklin says the company will use the money to hire more formerly incarcerated people, as well as senior engineers to mentor them. Right now we have a team of five engineers and we've reached roughly 5,000 people. And if you can just scale that engineering team a little more, then you can reach 50,000 people. Unlocked Labs won the grant from Dream.org in late October after a year-long competition. I'm Rachel Lipman, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis University high school freshman Dewan Strickland says he always wanted to create his own comic book hero. He was finally able to do that in twenty twenty one when he self published the comic Tech Boy Strickland has since published the second book in the series Science Girl, with a goal of furthering black representation in comics. St Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg spoke with Strickland about his comic books and his efforts to eliminate school lunch debt.
1: I wanted to make you know uh, tech boy in my series for forever, but when I really started to you know, you know, take initiative into making my comic books. It was actually when I was, um, I saw Black Panther for the first time. I was inspired by Chuck Bozeman and his role in Black Panther. After seeing him on the big screen, it made me realize that there was a lack of positive black representation in movies, TV shows, and books. So in order to increase my representation, I decided to go and, you know, take matters in my own hands and create my very own comic book series that star male and female black protagonists. So then tell me a little bit about the process, kind of from where it started and your idea to being able to actually do it from idea to book. You know, I've always had the idea. I've always, like, you know, went to my mom and told her about the idea. She thought it was, like, awesome. And then when she saw, like, you know, the dedication and, you know, writing it all out in full. You know, she, you know, was like, wow, he's, he's like, really serious. And she would, the, she would love the idea. In the pandemic, you know, we used uh, the stimulus check to go and help to go and fund the books, you know, because illustrations, uh, barcode and everything is really, you know, expensive. So we used a stimulus check for that. And, you know, I'm really appreciative of, you know, all the support on, like, the books. is really great. And why do you feel like your comic books are fit for the classroom? Well, you know, as you know, as a kid, you know, when I went to like libraries, I, you know, find it hard to really see myself in like a lot of the, you know, characters in the library and feel represented. And one of the, you know, key aspects of my book is I want people to, and kids especially, to see themselves in my own characters within Tech Boy Science Girl, see themselves and remind themselves that they are superheroes as well. And that's a, one of the key aspects of my book. On the other side, you have done a lot of work towards lunch debt elimination. What made you want to start that initiative? Well, I started in an incident in fourth grade where uh, my lunch balance went zero, and I didn't have enough money to pay for school lunch that day. So I had to sit at a table and watch other kids eat their lunch while I couldn't eat anything that day. And that day, you know, you know, it was just a really, like, bad feeling. and. I was fortunate enough for my mom to be able to pay it the day after, but I realized, you know, later on that kids are, you know, might not have that, you know, ability to be, get that, you know, it all situated after that. So, you know, after creating my business and everything, I wanted to, like, start an initiative so that kids don't have to experience that same feeling or that, you know, a situation that might happen like that. So it made me start Team Tech Boy Lunch Heroes Initiative, which, you know, I raised uh raise my age to go and offset negative lunch balances at schools so, so that you know kids don't have to experience that or have their you know lunch balance like you know, have zero because I feel like that kids need to eat. How do you feel that these initiatives, this goal to eliminate lunch debt, this team Tech, ball, how do you feel it ties in with your comic work? How do you feel like it all kind of works in kind of in things that you're trying to achieve? That's a great question. And I think the best answer to that is I'm I guess kind of in a sort of way kind of being a superhero, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of it's really kind of funny because my whole thing is making superheroes, but you know, I guess I'm kind of like you know my comic book characters I'm creating. And I think that's really amazing.
0: That's St. Louis University High School freshman DeWan Strickland speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg. Before wrapping up, the Cardinals have signed American League Cy Young runner-up Sonny Gray to a three-year contract with a club option for a fourth season. The 11-year veteran spent last year with Minnesota following stops throughout his career with Oakland and the New York Yankees. Gray is the latest in a series of signings to strengthen Cardinals pitching. The team has also agreed to contracts this offseason with Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. They'll be with Mickey and the Duke Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association.